Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are talking with Disney bride Fran, who had a wedding in the Germany Pavilion at Epcot, and I should add the disclaimer, invited me to her wedding, so I got to go to this wedding, and let me tell you all, it was fantastic. My dream after having a Disney wedding was always to go to a Disney wedding, and so Fran was able to make that dream come true for me, and my husband Patrick and I had a fantastic time. So today we will talk all about how she planned that wedding, how she decided to get married at Walt Disney World in the first place, and any tips and advice she has for future Disney brides and grooms. Welcome, Fran. Hi, Carrie. It's so nice to talk to you again. And we loved having you and Patrick at the wedding. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. It was just a real honor to be included in your special day. And I hope that we can share some of the memories that you have of that day with our listeners so they can enjoy it too. Yes, absolutely. So what made you guys choose a Disney wedding over a local wedding or some other kind of destination wedding? Okay. Um, Disney, you know, it's a tradition with my family and through coincidence, it became a tradition with Rocco and myself. Um, Rocco thought it would be the perfect occasion to propose to me during a trip my family arranged for my father's 80th birthday at Walt Disney World. Um, This was two years ago. He proposed to me after dinner one night in Epcot in front of the fountain on Italy Isola. And it was just after one of those Florida rains and we were all alone and I could not have dreamt of a better proposal. So how we came up with the idea of a Disney wedding was maybe a month or two after he proposed to me, I was watching Disney's Dream Weddings with David Tatera, you know, for some ideas I could incorporate. And Rocco surprised me when he sat down to watch it with me too. So he was sitting there and he was, you know, really eyeballing what was happening on the TV screen. And he mumbled things like, we can do this. Oh, I didn't realize that. (laughs) And then afterward, after the show, Um, that made him turn to me and say, okay, we're doing this. Would you mind? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and you know, who gets engaged and married at Walt Disney World? I just couldn't even believe it. That's fantastic. And to have a groom who's so gung-ho and on board, not that most Disney grooms aren't, but a lot of times they're just, you know, they leave that planning to the bride and they don't really care where they get married as long as they get married. And so to have someone who not only was in already into Disney, but actively interested in having a Disney wedding, that's really great. Yes, it was. And he really surprised me with that. Actually, he did. So we had a great time planning it. Now, was your first thought, I'm going to have a David Tutera wedding? Or were you guys thinking, you know what, let's just do an escape and we can have a little thing? Or how did you decide? Because you guys did a wishes event. So how did you choose that? We did. Um, Yeah, see, it was so tough. David Tutera, of course, you know, it's so beautiful, but so out of our price range. And honestly, I mean, I'm not really that kind of chic, um, over the top kind of look. I mean, as beautiful as it is, I'm sure those would be a lot of fun to go to, but it just it isn't me and Rocco. Um, so like you said, we had a wishes wedding and really for us, it came down to guest count. Our immediate family is over 18 people. So that ruled out the escape or memories collections. 
Um, and we also considered the then newly expanded location options around the time that we had um, our site visit. We actually did the site visit. So um, we took those locations into consideration as well. Let's talk about that really quickly mm-hmm. about the site visit. Did you, uh, maybe people who are listening don't know this, but you can, you don't just go down for your wedding. You can go down for a planning session if you're doing wishes, and you can also go down for a site visit where they show you around. So did you yes. have some idea or did you go to the site visit because you had no idea or how did that come about? I mean, really, the truth is, is that we had a couple of ideas, but we really wanted to see what they had to offer. Because, you know, when you're thinking about it, you know, you look on your computer, you look at a map, or you've been there once or twice, and you don't visually know how a wedding would place in these locations. I mean, a ballroom is a ballroom no matter where you go. But other locations, Disney-specific locations, you just you can't really visualize it, honestly. So um, we decided to go down for a site visit, and um, we wanted to take a look at a couple of different places. I mean, certainly Germany, since it had just at that point been offered, you know, that was a real easy choice for us. And then, of course, Italy Isola, because he proposed to me there, and... Um, you know, we are Italian, so <laughs> it made, you know, made a lot of sense. It's just such, such a beautiful spot. And, you know, we did actually go see the Wedding Pavilion because, you know, Disney really, they offered to show it to us. And we really just wanted to kind of see everything that we could. And as beautiful as the Wedding Pavilion was, it just really wasn't me and Rocco. And we thought that it would be really fun because Epcot is our favorite. So we thought it would be fun if, you know, our guests were traveling down for our wedding, that we could give them kind of a slice of like what our favorites of Disney was and who we are as a couple. Now, you said Germany was a natural choice. Back up a little and explain why Germany was a natural choice, because I think it's really cool, but it is not used a lot. So I'd be interested (laughs) to know what drew you guys to it. Well, I'm half Italian. So the other side of me is Austro-Hungarian. And I took German in school. And Rocco also actually spent a little bit of time in Germany when he was in college. So we kind of had that little thing in common. And it's just such a beautiful storybook, you know, type of location. It's just, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just, when you walk in there, that courtyard, it's just, there's something about that that is unlike the other pavilions, in my opinion. It really takes you there, you know? Yeah. It definitely has a fairy tale aspect to it, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. And so when your friends and family found out you were getting married there, were they like, of course, or were they like, we have to travel all the way down there? How, what was the reaction? I mean, they, they weren't surprised at all. Um, sentimentality, for sentimental reasons, you know, it made sense to them. Um, and we also have a family timeshare on the Atlantic coast of Florida, and we go there every year. We've gone every year um, since we've been together, and we visit Disney every time. To be honest, though, we did have the occasional grumble about it being a destination wedding, but I really believe that we would have had that happen regardless if the wedding was right down the road. And I I really think brides and grooms shouldn't be too wary of that, though, if people in their group tend to do that, um, because even the people that you love, they're either going to go with the flow or not. And then almost always, they always end up coming around. Uh, One thing that happily surprised us was how many that RSVP'd yes. I mean, a lot of people said yes to come. That's great. Yeah, because it can be like, oh, it's so far to go. On the other hand, you know, every wedding's a destination wedding for somebody. So certainly on my side, that's the case. And I mean, one of the things we set out to do early on was to make it like a huge extended family friends vacation. And we also happened to be getting married during the same weekend. So as much as it was about us, we really also wanted it to be about our guests, too. 
Yeah, I was surprised by that and, of course, delighted as a guest how generous you two were with your time, with your guests. Um, I confess that we were pretty... miserly with our time. (laughs) I mean, we had uh, an event where everybody got together before the wedding, and then we had the wedding, but we really wanted our honeymoon to be our private honeymoon. And it seemed like our guests and our our friends and family understood that. But you guys, I was just so surprised. I mean, you wanted to hang out with us the night before your wedding, whereas most brides would be freaking out. You were like, hey, I'm going to go meet some more people. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, that's really, we, we set out to do it that way. Absolutely. And so you guys spent basically how long with all of your guests? It was an entire week with the wedding in the middle. Is that right? Basically, yes. Um, We got to Florida the week before, but we got to Disney property. We started hanging out on property Wednesday of the, you know, we got married on the Saturday. So the Wednesday people started coming um, to the resorts and we just drove from the timeshare and we hung out with, uh, I guess, my sister and um, some other friends of ours. My sister was my maid of honor. And um, then the next day we checked in and we went around and visited with all the other people that checked in as well. And then Friday, of course, was a marathon day. Um, We ended up spending time with people in between the wedding and our dessert party. And we also spent the next three days after just with all of our guests, as many as we could. Wow, that's great. It was fun. It was very tiring, but it was it was so much fun and I wouldn't have changed it. I was, you know, I was a little grouchy. I was like, you know, 36 hours straight without sleep, but it really, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade those memories for anything. And did you have other events like get togethers before or after, or was it all mostly casual hanging out? Um, it was very casual hanging out. Um, most of the immediate family could only come for the weekend because of work um, obligations. So we didn't really think it was fair to have a traditional rehearsal dinner or any kind of event that a big group would get together because we didn't want like Rocco's brother to miss it or, you know, somebody else who we're very close with that could really only come out, you know, for the Friday night to the Sunday morning. So we decided to have everything on the event day. So we had the ceremony which was in the Summerfest courtyard at Germany. We had a brunch reception immediately following at Italy Sola and then we had a couple of hours in between and people could go to parks or not or they could sleep or whatever they wanted to do and then we all met up again later that night at Isola, Italy Isola West Plaza for the Illuminations dessert party. Now I'm curious about how you decided to do both the dessert party and the brunch at Italy. I know why you liked Italy, but a lot of people would go from the ceremony to Living Seas or um, American Adventure Parlor or someplace indoors for the reception. And then if they did, like you did the outside Italy for your reception, you came back there for the fireworks. Was that just your super love for that area or? Super love for that area. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, you know, because really to us, for the dessert party specifically, we really, Rocco and I really feel that Italy has the best view of illuminations. Yeah. Um, that's our personal feeling. I, other people may have devotion to other areas, and that's fine um, because everything is beautiful there at, at Epcot. Um, but Italy, Isola for the brunch, of course, because it's set up so beautifully. It's gorgeously themed. It's out of the way during the day because it's really those two bridges. Um, it really sets you apart from the hustle and bustle of um, of the pavilion walkways. Um, but also the fountain, 
on Italy, Sola is where Rocco proposed to me. So we really wanted to kind of stay where, you know, our memories were made. We wanted to introduce it to everybody else who, who came, all of our guests who came, our friends and family. That makes sense. Yeah. And now did you add any Disney touches or did you have a theme or was it mostly just the surroundings were the theme? Um, I, yeah, I think the surroundings were more like the theme. You know, we didn't really have a theme per se. Like I s- said, we introduced our um, friends and family to what we personally love about Disney in Florida. You know, why this is so important to us as Rocco and Fran. And could this be something that you as a guest can incorporate yourself? Because we have had memories um, here, certainly for me, lifelong memories. And now the best memories of my life, my engagement and, and my wedding. As far as Disney touches, you know, we like I said, we wanted the pavilions to take the center stage. Um, so we went subtle on Disney touches. We had crystal hidden Mickey's in my bouquet and in Rocco's boutonniere. Um, we had floral hidden Mickey's on the back row of the ceremony chairs and in the centerpieces. Um, the cake designer added a hidden Mickey on our surprise cake topper. And what I loved about that, uh, all those hidden Mickeys, is that people didn't see them until we pointed them out, you know, and then the people that knew hidden Mickeys, they totally saw them and they loved it. We had subtle nods to Snow White, Belle, and the Cinderella coach, which I did not ride in, (laughs) but but the coach is something special between me and Rocco. We have a thing with that. And then we also selected the pirate theme rooms at Disney's Caribbean Beach as one of our room block options. And the guests that stayed there really loved them as much as Rocco and I love them when we stay there as well. Um, And there's one more Disney touch that I had. My wedding dress was one of the aerial designs from the former Kirstie Kelly Disney fairy tale weddings line. I absolutely loved my dress. I just you had to pry it off of me with a crowbar because I just (laughs) absolutely loved my dress. So I was really lucky to get it before they were discontinued. Well, it, everything fit perfectly. Talk a little bit about, you mentioned the surprise cake topper. That was an interesting story. Oh, yes. I had no idea about that. That was um, between our planner, who was amazing. She was awesome. So our planner and the Grand Floridian Bakery surprised us with this cake topper for our cake, which was themed with, you know, we had great bunches of grapes around it and, and gold um gold details around it and then the main part of the cake was white so they surprised us with this cake topper which was just sort of like I I I would call it a cupola and it was it was all in gold and it had little dots of white and like little beadwork and then this hidden mickey like I said which you couldn't even see unless you were really looking for it and when they brought the cake out they had this huge reveal and everything. It was such a special moment. And like I said, Rocco and I had absolutely no idea. It really blew me away. It was a very generous thing that they did for us. I see. So the cake design originally didn't include any kind of topper and the chefs or whoever just thought, you know what, this is going to really put this cake over the top. And they gave that to you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, because we didn't we didn't want a topper with ours originally. But then when we saw it as a surprise reveal, we could not imagine that cake without it. Ah. Uh. I'll be sure to put a picture on the website so that our listeners can see it. Oh, cool. Thank you. Hope they like it. (laughs) It was absolutely scrumptious. (laughs) Yeah, I'll see if I can dig up some of the detail shots Patrick got because it was really ornate. The grapes were amazing. These tiny little fondant grapes that they individually sculpted. Yeah, everything was edible. We couldn't believe it. So let's talk a little bit about the planning of this event, because it seemed like things went very smoothly and easily for you. You didn't have a lot of, you know, I can't get this. They don't know if I'm allowed to do that. Uh, Everything just seemed to sort of unfold. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I 
I sat down with Rocco and there were times when he sat down with me, you know, he would bring some things up very, very early on in this process. Before we called Disney, before we, you know, really sat down to get to the nitty gritty. And we really just wanted, when we initially called Disney, we wanted them to show us what they could do. You know, I don't like to micromanage. I just, you know, you're hiring people to do something for you. You come with ideas and you just sort of say, okay, this is who we are as a couple. What can you do for us? And that's basically the, you know, the thread that we carried throughout everything. And it really, it really helped out because there were a couple of snags along the way, I have to, you know, have to admit, um, you know, and every time I deferred to my wedding planner, I cannot say enough about our wedding team and especially our planner. She's just, she was absolutely amazing. She really, she just, she just made everything like the best possible time. And I had a great time every time I talked to them on the phone or emailed them. I mean, it just was really um, a really tremendous experience. Um, so specifically, uh, you know, there were, there were really no issues. We, we just deferred to them and they just, they just took care of everything. And so the, a couple of the hiccups that you mentioned, how did they resolve those? Because it sounds like they did a good job. <laughs> yeah, the hiccups really had nothing to do with Disney Fairytale Weddings. It really had to do with one of the um, resorts in our room block, and it happened to have been my and Rockwell's specific rooms. So it really wasn't until we got there to check into our rooms. Um, this was at a resort that we stayed at for many years. We have great memories there. Um and rooms are really hard. And Carrie, you can attest to this. You know, you have this room block you've toiled over, but you don't mind because it's a Disney resort and it's your wedding and you know your guests are gonna wanna stay there. And in our case, thank God it only happened to us. Disney really dropped the ball. And when I mean Disney, I mean, you know, the resort. Hmm. Um, and look, you know, these things really do happen. Um, you know, like laws of averages, um, but much, you know, as much of a time waster as these things can be during a tightly packed wedding weekend, it's better to be calm, rational and fair, you know, when you work with them to resolve an issue. And I personally can relate to how daunting guest traffic can be for cast members, especially these days, you know, you have the free dining and everybody wants something for nothing and there are droves and droves of people and conventions and things like that. Um, but to be perfectly honest, when it was all said and done, Disney more than made up for it. That resort more than made up for the hiccup along the way. That's great to hear. It was great to experience it too. Talking again a little more about the planning of the wedding, mm -hmm. were there other more specifically wedding-related things that you were focused on, like you wanted really good photography or the food had to be amazing or there was a certain style of music that you wanted played? Yeah, we had a couple of aspects of the wedding that – really we needed to just sort of nail so food and beverage certainly the cake and carrie you know how much i was looking forward to that cake <laughs> and, and of course the guests so we loved our menu tasting and our chef our chef who was at the tasting was there on the day and he came out and that was just such a great experience to see him again and the food was amazing we were blown away by the taste of everything. Um, you know, for example, we had the Mickey waffles with bananas foster. We had a make your own Hollywood Brown Derby Cobb salad. Um, so you could take different elements of that Cobb salad and the things you don't like, you could leave off. And it just was great. This shredded potato gratin, these incredible rice balls with truffle aioli. Um, it just, 
the food and beverage, we really just wanted it to stand out and it totally did. Um, we completely customized our bar. So we offered a signature drink and we chose the Rum Runner because that is something between me and Rocco from our very first trip to Florida. That was my first drink in Florida. And Rocco was like, you have to drink this. This is a Floridian drink. So we wanted to incorporate Florida somewhere in there. Um, and we also did that with our favors as well. And then we also offer the brand new Disney Parks label Songo d'Italia wines. Um, one of it, one the red was a Chianti and the white was a um, Pinot Grigio, and they were delicious. Um, and I think with our dessert party, the standouts from Food Carry, the funnel cake bread pudding with caramel sauce, right? And yes, I can parts. attest to that, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you put a Mickey bar on it. Oh yes. <laughs> Um, so then the cake was so incredible. It was beyond beautiful. Um, and it was almost a shame to eat it, but it was almost okay. We had to, right? It was delicious. It was some of the freshest Disney cake I'd ever had. Like it tasted, it was really some of the best Disney cake I'd ever had. And, and I was surprised because I was used to Disney cake, not being bad, but just being sort of whatever. But this was like, I had to eat some of Patrick's piece. Oh, I mean, you know, that's, that's, that means a lot to me because I know you're really a cake expert. So that really <laughs> means so much to me. Yeah, we had um, two layers. We had marble cake with Bavarian cream and yellow cake with peanut butter cup filling. And I have to tell you, it was the best cake of my entire life. As it should be. It should be yeah. the most wonderful cake you've ever tasted on your wedding day. But most importantly, we took our guests into consideration every step of the way. Um, like I keep saying, they, they were coming all that way for us. And the least we could do is give them as much time as we could and the best wedding that we and Disney could create together. And I liked your favors. You mentioned that they were, well, tell us a little bit about your favors. Um, our favors were local Floridian honey. We chose um, orange blossom honey. Um, and it, it's really, it's a town that's closer to the Atlantic coast um, near where our timeshare is. And um, we order, we special order this honey all the time. And it's just so delicious. And it, it means so much to me and Rocco. And we wanted to share it with our guests. And then um, that those honey producers, they actually gave us a hint um, to go to um, some place where they actually themselves order um, custom made labels. And the day we picked the um, favors up, they actually directed us to this place um, and it, they do specifically for food service, but they actually accommodated us and they created a roll of custom labels for our wedding. Um, like in a day turnaround and very, very on the cheap. And they were so pretty. They were white with um, gold foil lettering. And then um, we decided, I, you know, I went to Joanne for, you know, during one of those um, scrapbook sales and I got those sticky Mickey bras and um, we stuck them on top too, just to kind of give it a little Disney twist. Um, and actually, I can't take the credit. Rocco was the one that put all the favors together. So oh, that's great. <laughs> it was really nice of him. <laughs> so you had all these wonderful experiences. The ceremony was fantastic. A wonderful reception, just like you wanted with this amazing cake. And then, of course, the dessert party with the fireworks from the spectacular view that you have in Italy. What was your favorite single memory of your whole wedding day? Oh, it has to be a single memory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe you can do two. <laughs> can I? All right, let me let me give you let me give you two. I mean, because really, the most important memory, honestly, was having the people who mattered most throughout our lives be there with us. Um, we had some really special interactions with guests at our wedding, and they had special interactions amongst themselves. So that 
besides marrying the man of my dreams, um, having those people at our wedding just meant the world to us. Um, but if I could get, give you two, all right, they're a little silly. <laughs> well, the one is silly. Um, we, Rocco had this idea of getting um, the one of the make your own candles from Basin um, for our sand ceremony because we're not into actual sand and we wanted a candle. So this was a way we could have a candle for a sand ceremony. Um, so we picked two different kinds of these um, soy granules and we poured them together to make the one candle. So after we poured it, the granules out, we didn't get all of them in the glass. So then I started to do a reading and our flower girl and ring bearer ran up to the table, just totally left their seats, ran up to the table and said, you missed some. And they started, I'm still reading. Like I, you know, I'm just letting them do their thing because they're adorable. So they started picking them out. They have like tiny fingers. They're picking out all the little granules and they're putting them back in the candle for us. And they were so sweet and meticulous at the same time. It was hilarious. And then, <laughs> One of them smelled the granules and they went, mm, and they thought it was candy. So they tried to eat it. It was so, it was so hilarious from where I was standing. I mean, it was really funny <laughs> and they were so cute about it. And then they were so proud of themselves because they got all of them out. And we, we, we made a thing about it afterward. We, we told them after the ceremony was over, how happy we were that they were so thoughtful. And um, it was a really cute moment. Second, there's another cute moment. Um, when I was coming down the aisle, my uncle walked me down the aisle. And uh, when I was coming down the aisle, the first thing I saw was my little cousin taking photos of me. I mean, she just really stood out to me for some reason. And I don't see her that often. She lives on the Atlantic coast of Florida. Um, and we only see her and her family when we go to the timeshare. And um, it was just so special to me because this is a girl, I, and she's young. I don't really see her as often as I'd like. And here she is, you know, taking pictures of me. And she was she was really into it. And I just like can't wait to see those pictures. I haven't seen them yet. And um, if I had to pick two, I of course I have to do kid memories, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So, is there anything you know now about the planning or about the event itself that you wish you'd known then? Uh, yes, this is actually something that Disney could not anticipate for us. And Disney, I mean Disney Fairytale Weddings. If your ceremony and or reception are in any of the parks, the resorts which have your room block do not know anything about your wedding, like at all. So this is where details and logistics do matter, um, you know, from your end, not always deferring to Disney to take care of things. Chances are your guests will ask a front desk or concierge or bell desk person about where they need to be and they will not have an answer for them. And it doesn't matter how many times you list this info on your wedding website or print it up for them in a keepsake brochure, or if you passed out your maid of honor's phone number, they're going to ask people that don't have any knowledge about your event, and then they're going to be confused. That's a good point, because I think people are used to going to a wedding where maybe the wedding's at the hotel and you're staying at the hotel and your event is one of only a couple events going on. And so, sure, if you ask at the front desk, they know, oh, you're with the so-and-so wedding, you need to go here. Yeah. But Disney's so huge. There's no way for them to know all the things that are going on. That's right. Um, one thing I just on a personal note, 
you know, my sister was my maid of honor and she was the best at being a maid of honor that I've ever heard of, I have to tell you. So she heard that there were some confused guests um, for the first day and a half. So she personally came up with the idea to go to the first resort stop. Um, and these were our room block resorts. Um, so the first stop for the motor coach and ride along to make sure that all the guests got on and were greeted for the wedding. And it was, like I said, it was completely her idea and everyone loved and appreciated that because they'd be, you know, tooling around the, the front lobby of whatever area they were staying in and they had no idea. So they see this woman walk in with a gown and they imagined that it was where the, you know, the person they needed to check in <laughs> with. So Everybody loved and appreciated the fact that she did that. Um, and of course, Rocco and I more than anybody. And then we also loved and appreciated our excellent aunt who offered to help and uh, help out and drove her to um, the first stop. She had to wake up very early to bring my sister over there. Um, so we really had two people that really um, did something for us that Rocco and I didn't didn't even think of. So it was really fantastic. That's a great point. You know, I think that my mother-in-law was sort of the de facto checklist checker for mm -hmm. our motor coach. But I mean, we didn't think to have somebody check that. And that's a really good idea. If you don't mind asking one of your guests or family members to just sort of be the cruise director who's got the clipboard, <laughs> right. and make sure right. everybody's on the... This is if you're having higher transportation. Of course, if everybody's driving on their own, there's not much you can do about it. But especially right. with an in-park wedding where you're forced to have transportation. Yeah, if you can have somebody who's checking off heads, that's great. And in our case, we had two people soliciting us, please let us help you. So my sister and um, Rocco's aunt, amazing. Um, there's also one more um, handy item that I wanted to mention. Um, there's this property map with driving directions. I get a stack of those. If the front desk at the resort doesn't have them, the valet desk has it. So they are really great for people who stay off property or rent cars and also for guests staying on property who want to go visiting other resorts or their friends or relatives in another area. I honestly didn't know about this particular map until the night before the wedding. Um, and I, you know, I've been going to Disney Park since I'm three. So I didn't even, I didn't even know that this thing existed and it's pretty great. It's, it's, cool. it's a really great resource. I see. So they give you, it's like a free map that shows where all the resorts are and the parks are in relation to each other. It was really funny because, you know, usually when we go, we're staying in our timeshare and we're driving and we know where to go. Or we're staying at the parks and we've used magical Disney's Magical Express. So we wouldn't have a need for that map personally. So, of course, we're not thinking about people who have rented a car that have never done this before. I mean, of course, on the website, we had links to GPS POIs, you know, points of interest. We have that, but we don't have an actual, you know, tangible map that we can hand to people. People right. still want the paper. They really do. Right. That's a great idea. So do you have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? Yeah, I do. Entrusting your Disney fairy tale weddings team is imperative to a happy event. Um, like I kept mentioning, I loved our planner. She was absolute perfection. And I kid you not, like I'm not saying this loosely. She was perfect. Um, I loved our floral designer. A room specialist was amazing, especially, you know, we had a lot of people coming. You know, we had 66 guests in all. Um, and every, most everybody got a room lock and our specialist was amazing at coordinating everybody. Our photographer was phenomenal. She arranged for the first look to happen at Epcot. Um, 
I mean, she was just great. And like I mentioned before, our chef and our baker, everybody. So Rocco and I could not have imagined better people um, to work with for our wedding. They gave us whatever we wanted. They gave us what we never thought possible. And they did this because we let them guide us. You know, we had ideas and concepts. Of course, we researched, but we mostly we wanted to see what they could do for us. And they really know their stuff. So you know, I know some brides and grooms, they get a little antsy when they don't hear back from people right away. Um, and, you know, Disney is 365 of like lots of events going on and non-weddings. So the fairy tale weddings team can't always coordinate with banquet and event because there's always another event going on. So just give them time and they will get back to you. Um, and they really care about your event no matter what. And... I have to say, Carrie, everybody should trust you too. Um, <laughs> you have really phenomenal ideas and tips and solutions. It's they're invaluable. Um, Carrie's book is a fantastic resource, and we really utilized it. And um, I also peruse selected wedding blogs and discussion boards. Good ideas are there, you know, if you're get if you're stuck. And I've made some really nice friends through them. Um, present company included, right? <laughs> and um, most of all, though, remember to enjoy the process with your fiance. Just look in their eyes and just have the best time ever. And I just want to wish you all happiness, dreams, and best wishes. I mean, just have a great time with your weddings and just remember to enjoy everything. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Fran. This is great information, I think, for future brides and grooms. And I really appreciate you taking the time to share. Well, thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com slash weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>